another world, another time in the age of wonder. You are listening to Trial by Stone. Trial by Stone. Trial by Stone. This is what I came for. Your vital essence, the dark crystal. I can feel something. Hear it almost. Don't move. Don't move? Where would I go? Quiet! Here's your host, Philip Mitchell. Hello and welcome to Trial by Stone and this is episode 22 of the podcast for May 2016. We've got a very special guest for this month's show. We have Kristen Daleski. And I'll be chatting to her about her winning entry from the Dark Crystal fan film contest, The Promise. But before I do that, I would like to congratulate everyone who entered into the Dark Crystal fan film contest. I think for everyone who entered into the contest that we really showed how much passion and fandom that there is towards the Dark Crystal. To me, you're all winners, even though I entered uh, a film as well, The Reprisal of the Dark Crystal, and, yeah, I didn't win either, so, but I gave it a go, and I'm just glad that Cheryl Hansen had the opportunity to, to even watch a short film, a fan film of, of my own, so, and I certainly hope that in the near future that the Jim Henson Company does another uh, Dark Crystal fan film contest, and it would be more interesting to see more people participating into it, and I'd sure give it another go as well. So now let's go to the Podling Village and chat to Kristen about her short film, The Promise. So yeah, I just want to say, uh, Kristen, thanks for being on, on the show. Oh, thanks for having me. No worries. And I mean, first of all, I, I, I have to say, yeah, congratulations on, on winning the Dark Crystal uh, fan film contest. Thank you. It's it's really been a, a dream come true for me. And I have to say, it, it really was a, a collaboration, a, a group effort. I, I've, I spearheaded the project, of course, and this has kind of been an ongoing dream for me since I was a child. But um, in order to kind of to bring this vision together, it's it, it takes a small village sometimes. Yes, absolutely. But we're absolutely thrilled. I guess before we go into chatting about, you know, your entry uh, short film, The Promise, uh, for any listeners who um, wanted to know, basically there was a, a contest from DarkCrystal.com and the Jim Henson Company, a fan film contest to make a, a short film, one to five minutes, based on on the world of the Dark Crystal, essentially. It could have been live action or puppetry or animation or anything, essentially. And basically, you know, Kristen's film, uh, The Promise... Uh, was yeah won the grand prize for the uh, the Dark Crystal fan film uh, contest and if you wanted to check out those videos you can I think if you just search on YouTube uh, search for the Jim Henson Company uh, uh, YouTube page and then and then if you click on I think playlists and then there should be a playlist that's specifically for the Dark Crystal fan film contest for so for any listeners out there you know that's definitely worth um, checking out and watching all all the entries and especially with um, Kristen's winning entry as well. So, so I guess, Kristen, I, I'm really interested, interested in knowing um, how, how did you discover the Dark Crystal? <laughs> oh, wow. Um, I, I, I have to say, uh, growing up as a kid, I was lucky enough to have cable 
um, and being exposed to like, you know, of course, wa uh, watching Nickelodeon and watching uh, the Disney Channel. And I think it, it might even have been an HBO. It might have just been watching it and passing and catching bits and parts. And of course, the same with Labyrinth as well. And um, I must have been probably, I want to say preteen, maybe a little bit younger. So it was, it was not, I wasn't, I don't think I was too young. I don't think I was, you know, three or four, because it would have been, I was born in 85, so it would have already been out and then, you know, uh, they would have had it in syndication showing it um, on a few cable access channels. But I think HBO might have been the one showing it the most, so yeah, I, I definitely would catch bits and pieces, and then I think we finally got to the point where we recorded it on a VHS tape, and then I had it to watch whenever I wanted. <laughs> yes, yeah. I mean, that was a great thing about, yeah, VHS, you know, when you have it taped and recorded, you know, you can just watch it as many times as, um, as, as you wanted to. But yeah, I mean, that was sort of the similar, I mean, for me, my first exposure was really, I think it was actually recorded from a VHS tape that my um, parents probably just recorded, you know, and that sort of thing. And it's interesting you know about, like, yeah, you know, how you might watch it on, you know, the Disney Channel and all that kind of stuff. And mm -hmm. I guess the interesting thing, like, for me, like, with, with the Muppets, I really only got exposed to the Muppets through, I mean, I guess for Sesame Street, of course, you know, with Kermit the Frog. I, I remember I actually had, like, a um, Kermit the Frog little, you know, toy um, thing that, you know, I would take with me um, <laughs> uh, as a kid because I remember, like, I sort of grew up with the Muppets through the films, but not actually through, uh, the Muppet show. So I remember one time when I was like away on some holiday during primary school and I saw this, you know, this Muppet show, I'm like, what is this? Like, I've never seen this before, which I sort of get now because they never, you know, brought it out on, you know, uh, free to air television. It was on the, um, like the, the pay TV kind of channels with the Disney channel. So yeah, no, I just thought that that was kind of interesting. Yeah. About that. I, I guess. So and what was it about the film that really um, captivated you? Oh, just about every little detail. Um, it was just when I would watch it, I felt like I was fully immersed in this fantasy world and you know, it's, it's a sense of escapism as I'm sure it is for a lot of fans. You know, it's just, you get to, you know, really, I, I guess just entered this world and every little thing, every little creature, every little set piece, all the details that went into the film, for me, it was just so inspiring. And it just it felt like this could be real. I, you know, and you know, it's not obviously, but, but it was just so inspiring. And, you know, it, it for me and, and growing up as an only child and my imagination just kind of ran wild with watching these kind of films, you know, and same of course, with like other Jim Henson classics like The Labyrinth and also like uh, Storytellers and those kinds that the more realistic creatures really kind of struck a chord with me growing up. Yeah, I, I, and I think it's, you know, it's still just one of those films like for me that like to me, everything in that film feels it, you know, it does you know, have a sense of um, realism. Like it does feel real, like it, you know, as if, you know, it was that we've, that it's been around for such a long time. I, I don't know. It's, it's, and I think just the fact that, you know, there's no, um, human characters, um, in the film alone, like it's all just puppetry and, um, just simply magic yeah, <laughs> as I would absolutely. probably describe it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I guess like, um, so I guess like, and, and who would be your sort of your, your favorite character or characters, uh, from the film? Oh, I, 
of course, you know, Chamberlain is really close, but I'd have to say Agra is my absolute favorite. I mean, she's just, she's beautiful. She's, of course, you know, you'd look at her and she's this kind, you would say, oh, she's a creepy monster, you know, or she's just, she's beautifully <laughs> ugly, I think is what I've heard. I don't know if it was Frank Oz that said that in uh, one of the interviews on the behind the scenes documentary, but it is, she's just, just amazing. And, and the way that she, uh, that Frank Oz performed her and just the whole, the design, the costume, everything. It's just wonderful. Absolutely, yeah. It's just, and I guess, you know, I guess like with those two in particular, the Chamberlain and and the and Olga, um, I guess just how much detail that they really put into these characters and not only just the characters, but also in, in the costumes. Yes. So I, I guess in, in that way, was it sort of like from that film that sort of, uh, in, inspired you in a way to get into costume designing and also, I guess, creature fabrication as well. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Um, I, it's, it actually started in high school. I was lucky enough to, and, and it wasn't even with costumes yet. It was with animation. Um, I got into drawing and I was very much interested in stop motion animation uh, I, of course, you know, films are like Lil Vinton, California Raisins, that kind of stuff, and Never for Christmas. So it's kind of weird how I kind of like branched off from watching all the Jim Henson films and the Muppets and then saying, oh, I really want to get into stop motion animation. I tried that for four years in high school. There was a Disney animation program that I was able to take all four years of high school. And I decided, oh, you know, that's that's cool. But, you know. I kind of want to try something else now. And so when I started college, I, I got into a BFA costume design program. It was, it was geared towards costume design, but it was basically a BFA theater major. And it was just very much tailored towards uh, costume design, costume crafts. Um, it, you have to interview to get into the program. It's very, very small, uh, group of students that were able to enter into this program. I mean, it's basically a costume design boot camp, <laughs> you know, just, yeah. it's, I mean, but in a good way, I mean, it's very, it's very realistic. And, and in my interview, I, with a few of the professors, I stated, I said, I one day would want to work for the Jim Henson company. <laughs> they probably looked at me like, oh, well, this is costume design. I mean, that's cool. And it's, it is a gateway into that world because all of those elements are necessary. It's kind of a crazy, crazy path, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, all the creatures that they design, you know, they all got to have costumes on. So, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> I mean, and foam fabrication and patterning and draping and all of that really actually does come into play, especially with creature fabrication and knowing your way around a sewing machine and actually, it, it comes in handy. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Cool. Uh, that, that, that's cool. Yeah. And and so, I mean, out of, you know, all the creatures or costumes that you've you know, created, what has been the most uh, challenging or the most rewarding to, to be able to make? Oh, um, I'd have to say Chamberlain by far. The Skeksis, like, that was several months of, very, very hard, detailed work, but very rewarding. And and to look back on that now, I mean, of course, you know, as an artist, you look at things and you're like, oh, I could have done that better, and you nitpick. But 
this is one of the projects where I, I don't necessarily nitpick. You know, I know that there's a more, I, and, and who's to say what's professional? There's so many different ways to do something, especially creature fabrication. But, you know, I, since making Chamberlain, I've, I've learned how to run latex foam, make the mold. And so I know how to do it the way that they would have done it or the way that they did it for the film. But, you know, I'm doing this in, in my basement and, you know, with objects and uh, materials that I've had, you know, that I had access to that I could use on hand. And, and you know, he's, he's I, as I like to say, he's very MacGyvered. He's <laughs> been MacGyvered together. But no, I, I think, you know, when people see him and, and when I see him too, I, I'm kind of in disbelief sometimes. I can't believe that that I made him and we bring him to conventions and, and my boyfriend Ryan who helped with the film is a fantastic performer. Uh, he's, he's an actor and he is getting into puppeteering and he, when he gets into the costume, he really brings it to life. And it's just, it, it really, it, it was a huge challenge from beginning to end. <laughs> what has sort of been like some of the reactions sort of that you get from people that, that, that see the Chamberlain and, you know, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's overwhelming, um, and very flattering. I, um, you know, I, I try to, of course, I'm very humble about the whole thing. I try to be because it's just, for me, it's like, oh, well, you know, I made this in my basement and, you know, da, da, da. you know, it's, um, but it's just so much fun to see people reacting. And uh, I've been told a couple of times, and I know it's, probably people, you know, being dramatic and just, you know, wanting to have fun with the whole thing. But, you know, oh, you're, you know, it's, it's like, a, you know, Jim Henson is here or something, you know, or like, it looks like it came right out of the, the you know, the Jim Henson studios or like, is this from the film or, you know, just, just some really crazy compliments. It's just like, I, there was there was a couple, and I didn't catch this, but Ryan could overhear when he's in the costume. He can hear conversations around him, and he overheard uh, a couple fighting or getting into an argument on whether or not it was the actual Chamberlain from the film oh. that got out. For, and they're like pulling up their phone and you know referring yeah. to photo, and they're like, "Yeah, see, this is the one." I'm like, "No." <laughs> <laughs> me about it and I'm like it, there's there's so there's obviously yeah. uh you know differences between the original and and of course like mine is is huge the scale it's mm. it's like well over you know six feet tall you know six and a maybe six feet five and a half inches you know it's 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 very it's it's large so and I know the originals were a, probably half that scale in order to get all of them into the frame and in comparison with, uh, with the Gelflings and all the other puppets, you know? Yeah. And so, and that's actually one of the challenges we had with Chamberlain, not to derail a little bit, but in getting into the film here for a second, but, um, trying to get Chamberlain into the shot with the Freelings that we created provided a little bit of a challenge because the scale was so large. Yeah, absolutely. But, but yeah, no, it's, it's, it's lovely to, to see that reaction and to share that with people. 
Yeah, and I mean, like, that, that, I mean, for me, like, I, I wasn't exposed to cosplay till, um, or knowing about cosplay till I went to my first uh, convention, um, uh, I think it was, like, Supernova back in probably about 2006, so, actually, yeah, it's been, yeah, 10 years ago, so it's, I've sort of been exposed to the whole pop culture or the conventions, um, so to speak, and yeah, I mean, I'm always amazed at just how much work and detail that, you know, that everyone puts into their costumes. Um, so, oh, and, and, yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's, and it's always a fun part to, you know, just, just to see people and just like, oh, you know, that's kind of cool. And, and, and even just seeing and you know, dress up wherever it's like a costume from like a cult film that, you know, not many people would cosplay as. And um, I'm like, oh, that is so awesome, you know. Yeah. So late last year, um, with the Jim Henson company, they, they launched the, the fan film contest. So how, how did you go about with, uh, deciding to, to make, to make a short film to enter for the contest? Oh, um, I, I had found out about it. I saw, cause I, I knew about the creature competition mm. and it was just a little too late to try to enter. And I, and, yeah. and also I don't think I would have felt right entering Chamberlain. I think it should have been something original. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and and so and then I saw that um, the Dark Crystal fan film competition was about to be announced. I believe they hadn't set a date yet, but I think they had already had uh, a promotional photo for it on the site uh, and a little blurb about it. And um, so I had known about it for a while, and and I I really wanted to do it, but. I had this just huge, this vision in my head that I thought, oh, it's just, it would be impossible to accomplish that, you know, with mm. the, you know, the amount of time and resources and, you know, I, I wanted to recreate like, you know, a, a piece of the world with, you know, the plants and the vegetation coming to life and just these layers upon layers and, and creating a bunch of critters and, you know, and then I was like, well, what kind of story would it be? And, for me, it's all visual. I like, it's the big picture. Yeah. And then, you know, I have to buckle down and say, okay, well, what's the story now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I kind of, I, I guess I, I, I decided that I wasn't going to do it. And I had a few friends reach out to me and actually one of the contestants, um, Jack, who also placed. Yes, and, yeah. Uh, yeah. And he did an awesome, awesome video as well, a film as well. And, and we talked about potentially collaborating okay, and it yeah. just didn't work because of the distance. Um, and this was already in, I believe late January, February, early February. Yeah. And really gave me the, the kick in the pants that I needed to, to do this in a way. I mean, I've had, of course, you know, um, my, my partner, Ryan wanted me to do it as well. He wanted to get something out there. And Jack said, you know, Hey, you know, you, you got to put your work out there. You know, you got the Chamberlain and, and I thought, yeah, but I don't want it to just be about Chamberlain. You know, we made this, this great costume and sure he looks, he looks great on film and everything, yeah. but I wanted to build on the world. And I really thought, Oh, you know, now we only have a month and a half. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How are we going to get this done? And, I was like, we got it. Okay, we got to do this. We have to. And so I got a couple friends together. Um, and it originally was Ryan and I. And then we got my friend Sarah, who I went to college with, an amazing artist. And our friend Jason Kaz, who's a, an amazing cinematographer, videographer. He's kind of 
jack of all trades. (laughs) It was the four of us and we just decided, okay, let's, let's uh, get a storyboard together. Let's figure out a couple easy characters, you know, and I say easy, nothing's ever really easy. It's all a lot of work, but we were like, what could we do in the short period of time? So Sarah Talaba is my friend who produced the film with me and I, you know, who's produced, but you know, she was a big part of helping out with the film and she made a few of the critters. Um, she is a lead artist with FX models. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, and that's the thing like filmmaking is, it, it is really a, a collaborative, you know, effort. And I think like, I mean, that was sort of the same thing. Um, in my case, like, you know, I've been waiting you know, to, to hear about when the contest was announced and, and I think the problem that I, and like, you know, originally, even myself, I wasn't thinking about entering the contest just because I had too many, like, ambitious ideas I really wanted to do, etc. And so it wasn't really till, yeah, like, for me, a month, like, probably about a month till the deadline that um, I sort of remembered that I actually shot some, just 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 shot some B-roll of the cast of the crystal and the shard. And, and from that, I'm just like, oh, you know, I might as well try and, you know, have a go and just just do something, you know, just, just have, just have something to enter into, into the, uh, into the contest. But yeah, no, no, it's kind of cool that, yeah, that sort of, you know, from, from Jack kind of, you know, <laughs> sort of push you to, to, to make, to make the, the, your fan film happen. And yeah. You... Yeah. Yeah. It just, it, it just got to the point where trying to travel with, with Chamberlain, you know, and I think they were trying to send the head and the hands out and yeah. collaborate long distance like that and i said oh it's it's just so much more involved i mean yes yeah and it attaches to the frame and and it kind of needs his costume and and i love what jack did with his piece and and he had he told me recently that i had inspired him to make his own chamberlain and i think it's wonderful you know to inspire the art to inspire inspire the creativity and that people are are doing it that's the most important part i mean anybody who entered the fan film competition is already taking a step in the right direction. Absolutely. And yeah. Out there. So I, I loved seeing all the entries. Yours is great. Everybody's is just nice to see it. You know? Yeah. No, thanks. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, yeah, like out of all, yeah, you know, all the entries were just uh, great to watch. And, and, and I think the interesting thing for me, like watching all these short films where, everyone's short film was different like there wasn't any sort of idea that was the same or or anything like that so I thought that was kind of the thing that I really enjoyed from you know watching all these entries and and so I guess like with your you know like with making the promise was that was that your sort of first venture at actually uh you know uh directing you know actually making a short film of your own yes (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah uh, it it was a, a huge undertaking for especially for yeah. a five minute film. Yeah. Um, luckily, we had Jason on our team, and he, you know, in a way, it's like yes, he was the director of photography, yes, but yeah. there were times where he was the director, and then I was overseeing the the big picture, and then there were times where someone else would step in, and it, my friend Sarah Talaba, who is um, credited as one of the producers, mm. uh, there were times where, you know, I would look at a scene, Jason played back and I'd have Sarah look over it as well. I value her opinion. Everyone's really, the, yeah. there was a team of about 11 or 12 of us 
and a few folks who came in just, you know, as performers for a day to help us on the shoot or as production aides to help with setting up a part of the set. But everybody had a hand in, in something, you know, it was very collaborative. And, you know, I, I, in a way, when I see my name up there as the first thing that pops up that says director, I, I feel I'm, I'm like, I'm so honored to be <laughs> yeah. spearheading the project and, and, and that everybody was willing to come and work for us you yes, know, yeah. for free to just because it's a passion project. And, but at the same time, I, I know what a collaborative process it was, you know, and, and it, it was just, it was wonderful. Uh, it, it really ran, it was eerily or, or odd, I should say, I don't know if that's the right wording, but just how smoothly everything went. And, and things just kind of fell into place for us, given that we only had a month and a half to film this mm. and get everything together and, and build these new creatures. And it was just so much fun. And there's this book I wanted to mention. I don't know if you're familiar, because um, I've heard in a, a previous podcast of yours, you bring up Jim Henson's biography. Yes, yeah, yeah. Uh, have you heard of the book Make Art, Make Money? I don't think so, no. By Elizabeth Hyde Stevens. It's I highly recommend it for anybody getting into, you know, if you whether it's, you know, you want to build creatures or just any kind of art, you know, filmmaking, anything like that that it's just so inspiring. It's it's about Jim Henson's work ethic and I was reading a few of the chapters recently um as we were filming and right after we wrapped and, and submitted the film. And for me, it was just, it, it was so inspiring to read these chapters about how Jim Henson started, you know, his company and how the snowball effect of getting people involved and how, you know, working for him or with him, it, it just seemed like so much fun. You know, and obviously, I mean, I wasn't there. I've, I've heard interviews um, and, you know, I, I'm reading this book and everything. But it just felt to me like there was a little bit of that magic yeah. <laughs> happening. We were working on the film. I mean, I had friends coming in, you know, working 40-hour work weeks. And they were willing to come in and help with whatever we needed help with. And it, we had our own little workshop happening in our basement. <laughs> it's it was wonderful, you know, and, and, and we were just having a great time. And even on set, we would go out to the equestrian center and, and film uh, a few weekends in a row. And, and everybody was just having a great time. I mean, we're, we're talking Colorado weather, you know, yeah. in the spring, it's unpredictable. And it, and it snowed one weekend and we thought, Oh, we're going to lose time. We're not going to be able to film. And we we're really worried. And we, stuck it out and and we did it and yeah and it, my friend sean who puppeteered arden is laying on a, a tarp on the ground <laughs> we have no monitors you know we're yeah. not and and he's you know with with the puppet trying to get that that shot with the two walkers in the background and oh, it's yes, just yeah. it they're completely blind they have their heads facing down with a helmet with the mask attached. And so we're having, you know, we're calling out to them, telling them when they can enter the scene, you know, yelling cut, okay, we got to reset. And, but it, it was just, it was great. It, 
and I'm it it just makes me so happy to even think about the process and and everything that went into it. And I guess like I mean what I really loved about the, your short film is that it sort of had the feeling of the dark crystal but you did bring in a lot of you know sort of uniqueness to the table as well uh, i guess you know especially with um the creatures that you uh created are uh, called the freelings and um like i like i must admit i i really thought i, I thought they were gelflings on the first um <laughs> uh screen uh, first viewing but I mean, the freelings like there are like I, I actually want to make sure, yeah, they they are like the sort of their own kind of creatures that are separate to the Galflings, yes. right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought so. Yeah, but yeah, but it sort of took me, you know, you know, it's watching it second or third time, like, oh no, then they're definitely not Galflings. They're sort of, yeah, their own um, creatures. So I guess, um, uh, you know, uh, I'm just trying to think. Um, so I mean, was creating the the freelings more challenging? I guess to 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 bring them to life or to create them compared to you know uh creating you know other creatures that have sort of been established um like the chamberlain or um the 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 emperor skexies and etc yes they did provide their own challenges um it, one of the biggest things for us was of course the the time constraint because we knew we were running up against the deadline and we thought, okay, are we? How are we going to create this? But then also the design, and uh, it happened one night um, between uh, Ryan and Sarah. We had just kind of this uh, brainstorming session and sketching, um, and Sarah actually sketched out the first idea of what a freeling would look like. I had pulled up a bunch of uh, Brian Froud's artwork and Wendy Froud's dolls, and even with Toby Froud, you know, we had just watched Lessons Learn, and we were kind of looking at just the Froud's artwork in general, and also the conceptual artwork from The Dark Crystal, and we wanted to kind of capture that feeling, that, that kind of, that same type of creature, you know, like as if they were making a sequel, like, okay, well, what would these new creatures look like in uh, a second part or prequel to the Dark Crystal. We really wanted to feel to. We really wanted it to feel like it was part of that world. So that's why we we turned to uh, Brian Froud's artwork in particular. Um, and so just looking at some of his pieces, we kind of combined a few things together and sketched it out. And um, and then I did a sketch of Tristan based off of Sarah's sketch and. Ryan um, had done like a very rough sketch initially, and and he really was thinking something more primitive, something similar to the Gelflings, but just something a little more tribal, a little more primitive, but something uh, not quite podling. So something between, and and it was funny. We wanted to call them wildlings at first, and <laughs> and I was like, wait a minute, <laughs> that's from Game of Game Thrones. <laughs> We can't use it. It's a little bit like where the wild things are and stuff like that. So, you know, I didn't want to, it was too, yeah, it was, it was just something that was a little too similar. I mean, yeah. obviously, of course, with the Game with the of Thrones name. reference, yeah. but uh, <laughs> yeah. So then we thought, oh, freelings. Yeah. Um, they're like a, like a nomadic tribe. Um, you know, maybe they set up a little hut, something that could be easily torn down. They, you know, everything's built from nature and, and it's, I just felt like it just fit really well with the lore and with the creatures that were already established with the film, with the Dark Crystal. 
So it's so yeah, that was the design aspect, and then was the actual you know fabrication part, which I then had to turn around and try to make these things in about two weeks. Um, so what I ended up doing was just I sculpted a head and I made a silicone mold and I said, well, we're going to go ahead and run two heads exact identical and we're going to try to make them look as different as possible to save time. So I, I ran them in a, a urethane uh, coating and a urethane flexible foam and then I was at the same time teaching myself how to do these new techniques that I've never done before. So I was on the Stan Winston site, watch, you know, watching courses on how to hair punch. Yeah. <laughs> and it's tedious. It's a, it's a lot of work, but it's, it's very rewarding work, you know, when you're able to pull something off like that in a short period of time. And, you know, I somehow fa fashioned a little needle and I'm sitting there hair punching. Friends are coming over and working on some of the other creatures and, and painting and, and fabricating. And the one thing that I wish I had a little more time on was the costumes. Um, I think for our purposes and for the film, yeah, everything worked just fine. But, you know, now after the fact, it's like, oh, if I had a little more time, I'd like to go back and really fine tune those details, you know. Yes, but, yeah. Yes. Yeah. With most things, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, like, and like, even I was thinking about, you know, because I was trying to work, you know, what what they sort of remind me of the the freelings and I'm, i almost thought that it was sort of like almost like a combination of a gelfling and a fizz gig like the hair like of the fizz gig like from the outside kind of thing oh yeah <laughs> but yeah <laughs> but yeah um but yeah i mean like one and, and i must admit like one of my probably favorite shots um in the short film is um when the chamberlain is listening to the conversation um oh yeah yeah that that was probably one of my yeah my favorite shots just yeah just i really liked yeah the just chamberlain just you know just looked really creepy that sort of the, that moment in in your short film oh yeah that's thanks to jason's brilliant editing and and just and capturing that moment and just finding the right place to put that in and some of these things were just just happy like happy accidents like even the scene where uh, Tristan is feeding Peaky and it's this montage and that was just supposed to be a fun little button at the end of the credits and we ended up working it into the montage. Yes, yeah. Those little moments like that, yeah. I, I do like that scene with Chamberlain, it's great. But yeah, so I guess, you know, you know, it took you a couple, you know, a couple of weekends and, you know, you, you got it submitted to, to, the, um, to the contest and so, like, what was sort of the reaction like when um when you when you actually found out that that you won uh the contest <laughs> i was just i was overjoyed just absolutely thrilled and it's it's been extremely emotional for me um it's it's when you when you have a passion and a dream you know something that from from a Kid, you know that I would watch the behind the scenes and I would say I as much as I, I love the Dark Crystal I think it was the behind the scenes of the labyrinth that when I first saw that footage um, of the creatures and, and the puppeting and everything like that everything that went into the film and then I went back and I was able to see the behind the scenes of the Dark Crystal 
And it was just the, just the way that those films are made. And just thinking back then, that's, I want to do that. I want to do that. That's, that's you know, it's, it's just been a, a, a dream of mine. And to be able to then come full circle in a way, I mean, and who knows what could come of this. I mean, if, if this is as far as I get with the Jim Henson company and, and just being appreciated and putting in this work and, and, or I guess that the work, the film is appreciated for what it is and, and winning. And it's in, in itself is just a huge honor. And it's, it is a dream come true. And, you know, and not to sound cheesy or anything, but you know, it is, it's just, I, I think it's, it's still, I, I think about it and I, I smile and I'm just, I, it's it's unbelievable <laughs> yeah and, and and i mean i must admit you know like for you know for your short you know for your very first you know attempt at you know or not attempt but you for your very first um short film um you, you did a fantastic job and yeah just congratulate oh, you. you once again you know for um yeah for the promise and um yeah yeah you know out of all all the um the films yeah like um yours was one was that i like enjoyed and and really appreciate yeah what what you did with it so thank you oh thank you so much that that means a lot i i did I, you know we we ultimately did it for the fans you know as fans and we just wanted to capture that world and just and capture the magic of the original film as, as best as we could and i i'm i'm just thrilled you know i'm i'm glad that that it is that it's being it's appreciated you know and thank you (laughs) (laughs) all right and i guess um and i guess from here like you so you know for for winning the contest um you get to go to to visit the the jim henson company uh, in a couple of months time aren't you i do yes (laughs) i'm I'm thrilled i it's um i i guess it's it's a party of viewing is what i'm not exactly sure what that entails um, but from what I understand, we do get to tour the Jim Henson Company. I'm not 100% sure if the Creature Shop is also included in that. If it is, it'd be wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> um, but from what I understand, I, just going to the the historical site and they've got a few things on display. I know they have, um, I, from what I've seen, I, think, I believe they have an Oscar the Grouch. They have a mm-hmm. few of the sketches. I, it's just it, it's just be exciting yeah. <laughs> <laughs> see all of that and to meet the Hensons and um, yeah I we'll see what happens <laughs> yeah I mean I'd, I'd love to invite you back on the show sort of maybe after the um, you know with your tour with the Jim Henson company and, and as well as you know meeting all the other um, uh, runners runners up of the fan film contest uh, yes. just to talk all about that yeah yeah that's great. Yeah, I'd, I'd love to. Um, and, and that's right. I'm excited to meet the other contestants and uh, Jack will be there and a few other folks. Um, I, I'll have to go back and rewatch those films. I know one of them is the beautiful animated piece. And um, there was another one. It was live action. I believe it's called the Great Conjunction. Yeah, Joshua's and, film. Yeah, because um, interesting. Yeah, interesting enough uh, with his um, I actually live like sort of near, near, near him in a way. I mean, him being from Australia and well in Melbourne, I'm sort of around that area too. So yeah. yeah. So, um, 
which is um awesome to see at least you know an Australian representing <laughs> for the <laughs> dark for the fan film contest. So I, I was really glad about um him you know uh, yeah you know getting the chance to to go to the Jim Henson Company and winning the the runners up as well. And um hopefully I'll uh, have him on the show um to chat to him about his um uh, his uh, short film The Great Conjunction uh, as well. So um so That's wonderful yeah. yeah. So yeah, just want to say yeah, just thank you so much uh, for for being um, on the show. Um, how can people find out about about yourself and and the work that you do? Oh well, I have an artist page, um, and actually, I should mention that was another thing um, that happened. <laughs> I started an artist page uh, in February, I want to say, and I had a video of Chamberlain go viral, and that alone was really inspirational for me to to also do the fan film so I, I forgot to mention that earlier but um it was it was pretty insane the attention that 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 one minute film got yeah but it's it, it it's it's I've got some things up and I want to start posting some behind the scenes footage and some photos as well some progress photos but you can find me at it's going to be my full name Kristen Dulesky. So if you just do a search, it's pretty straightforward. It's my artist page. So it's K-R-I-S-T-I-N and then Daleski, D-A-L-L-E-S-K-E. So that's K-R-I-S-T-I-N, Daleski, D-A-L-L-E-S-K-E. Correct. Yes. And then I also have a website linked to the Facebook artist page. And it's a Wix page. So it would be the, the Wix.com slash uh, I believe it's costume design, but it is linked on my, it would be Kristen Daleski costume design. And that is also linked to my Facebook page. Excellent. And of course I'll have the links to that on the show notes as well. So yeah, no, which is fantastic. So yeah, again, congratulations and it was great chatting to you um, for the podcast and um, can't wait to hear more uh, from you um, in the months to come. It's been a pleasure. You've already taken too long, Delfling. Hurry! At last, the crystal calls. It is time. Time to return to the castle. The crystal calls! To the crystal Well, that's all the time I have for this month's Trial by Stone. Special thanks to Kristen for being this month's guest. If you'd like to get in contact with us, you can email us at trialbystonepodcasts at gmail.com. You can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash trialbystonepodcast. You can follow us on Twitter at trialbystonepod. Or you can check out our Vine videos, just search for Trial by Stone on Vine. If you like the show and think that others would love it too, then please spread the word about the podcast and maybe give our show a 5 star review on iTunes. Well I hope you enjoyed the show and come back next month for more Trial by Stone.